Wakey Wakey Uppery's podcasters. This is C. And this is us. And we're Gossip Girls. Why is she answering? Where is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. (laughs) We're two women of color who talk about Gossip Girl in its entirety every single episode from one to two. 2,500? I don't know how many episodes there are. There's a lot. I think there's upwards of 100. Yeah. So our workers <laughs> cut out for us. The show ended in 2012 and we're still watching it. Yeah, because it's a fantastic show and I'm glad that you guys are tuning in. We are reviewing episode 7 in season 2 and this is Chuck in her life, which is a parody in Dan with real life. Dan um, in real life? Yeah, it was a movie. Oh my god, they could have just Corral. done that. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, Steve Corral. But there's a character named Dan on the show. But it's not about Dan. I it's know. About Chuck. I know. It's dumb. It's, it's so it, dumb. It was. It was very lazy. It could have been called Dan in real, or another episode could have been called Dan in real life. Yeah, they they kind of screwed the pooch on that one. That's annoying. Okay, the Netflix but, description of this episode, Chuck in real life, is Blair seeks revenge by enticing Chuck to seduce Vanessa. Serena rebels at a party of Lily's. Dan and Jenny find out a secret that Nate's been hiding. This is a good description. This is a really good description. These are there are three disparate plot lines in this episode, and we're going to talk about them with you. And these all happen. Yeah. So, what was the first plot that they talked about? Um, Blair Blair seeks revenge by enticing Chuck to seduce Vanessa. So let's get into that one first. Let's let's uh, let's do them all in the description the way it was. So okay. Yeah. So, so Blair Blair and Chuck. Yeah, Blair and Chuck. This this has been kind of like. I don't know. This whole like story arc thus far in this season has been kind of, I don't know. I'm not sure how to feel about it, honestly. Yeah, so Blair's mad at Vanessa for the the whole like going and publicly shaming her for dating that guy who was fucking his stepmom. Yeah, the Lord. Yeah, the Lord. <laughs> I forgot his title. I was going to call him the Duke, but that didn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke. The, the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> I'm British and I'm a Lord. <laughs> no, you're not British. You're from Florida. I've said that 14 times in this episode. You can count it. <laughs> so she wants to get revenge on Vanessa. And so Vanessa's Vanessa's cause of the week is to save some some building, some historical building that's like a bar. She's finding the good fight for gentrification. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she's doing. That's exactly right. Yeah, because like, you know, this building is about to get tear- torn down so people like Bart Industries can build a new high-rise and it has historical value so they're trying to collect signatures so this could be a national landmark so it won't get torn down. You're on a mission to save Dutch Schultz's favorite speakeasy. What are you protesting? The, the owner died, didn't he? He did, which is why the whole building's up for auction. And if we don't stop the sale, it won't be long before some evil developer turns it into a pond quotidian. Oh, I like Lacoma. We're doing a petition for landmark status. Uh, which you signed, and Dad signed, and Mom signed, and and Eleanor Waldorf. How about I come to school with you and hand out flyers to the guilty rich? Well, if there's such a thing, I, d- I don't think there's any in my school. Well, maybe one of their mommies or daddies is looking for their next cause. Yeah, and so she's um, she's collecting signatures at the school, and she decides to um, wait. Why? Well, the why thing is, she, why can she blackmail Blair? I can't remember. Well, the thing is that she. Um, needs signatures and um, she goes up to Blair because she still has a photograph of the Lord and the Duchess. Oh, that's right. She only told the Lord or the the, the Duke. Duke. She didn't tell yeah. anybody else. Oh, so she can blackmail her because she still has that. Yeah. Thank you because I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Vanessa is like, you know what? 
you know, apparently that's how you you up residers play play dirty. So I'm gonna hand this over to uh, hand this over you. I need 600 signatures by such and such a date. Here you go. Yeah, and Blair's like, "What the fuck?" Pretty much. <laughs> I'm Blair. I don't get, I don't do peasant work. So yeah. she's like, "I don't care about buildings. I don't care about real estate as long as it, you know, it's it's not in New York's um, Manhattan. So I don't give a shit." Yeah. So she decides to. She doesn't want to be obviously. She doesn't want to be blackmailed by Vanessa. So she decides to figure out a way to blackmail her back sort of or just get revenge on her and so she decides to um so she wants chuck to quote unquote seduce and destroy vanessa and yeah it's very much like cruel intentions a bit yeah exactly yeah and in in order for it to appease um chuck she like uses her sexuality oh my god to um convince chuck like yeah if you could seduce Vanessa, you can have me. Yeah, and so she, um, she like barters her body for, for uh, for blackmail. It's gross. That's a lot of bees. This, like this entire ep- I don't know this this arc. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Like you're saying, like it's it's gross. It's getting grosser. And so like Chuck and Blair, just play sex games. It's yeah, weird. and like it's it's just like every episode is happening, and like it's it's not clear if it's real romantic or if it's just like they enjoy playing games or what, and it's just it's uncomfortable for the rest of us to watch them do it. Yeah, for sure. And so like, it just becomes convoluted and this is the episode where it's kind of just like, oh my God, just fuck already. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck already. But they still haven't, they haven't had sex since like the, one of the limo rides in season one. I think it was yeah. like, they had sex twice in season one, right? No, they, had, they were hooking up a lot. There was like the limo and then there was her birthday. Right, but they were hooking up a lot. Like okay. they're coming up after that too. I think they pretty much stop hooking up. Oh, after like, she comes back from Europe. Right. Yeah, um, because he decided not to go with her. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're gonna stop hooking up then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they haven't actually haven't hooked up in like six or seven months at this point. Okay. So like, there's a lot of pent up sexual tension happening here, which is understandable, but it's also just like agonizing for us as viewers to watch it. And it's like I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Just just do it already. Just do it already. So it's been so many episodes. Like we all have blue balls. There's no coming back from this now. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, so it's just like a lot of an like awkward, intense, like stares and touching but not touching. It's gross. So, um, Chuck goes and visits the, um, the um the bar the bar the boat the building. He goes and at the the owner of the building is a person of color. (laughs) Yes, he's a um the black guy. He's like and also age too. Yeah. Yeah, he's much older. He's much older, which is not I'm like he's not like you know Rufus like forty, which is like come on. Yeah, he's, you're not he 40. looks older than forty. Actually. He's like he's like a, a smooth. Rufus six. definitely looks forty. He looks like thirty seven, thirty eight. That's the same thing as forty. Fine, okay, but like, <laughs> but this gentleman like looks like a smooth sixty. Like he's like yeah. got like grays in his hair. He looks mature. He does not look like you know. He could still be carted at a bar. Yeah, like I mean, this is the oldest person we've had in Gossip Girl since Cece. Yes, precisely. And it's just like, <gasps> come on, people. Like, I want to see some, some, you know, diversity here, not just in color, but like in age as well. I mean, we've all seen that episode of Thirty Rock where Jenna's like, "I'm 42 now. Time, time to, to die." die. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's very true about Gossip Girl. Yes. So he comes to the bar and he. Um, Vanessa's, you know, immediately suspicious. She's yeah. like, "What are you doing here?" Because he's Chuck, right? Exactly. And she's she's standing there with a group of like four protesters or something, right? And they're kind of, I'm not sure what their 
protesting right now? Because is there a threat against the building yeah. already? Okay. Yeah. They're, 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 the thing is, is like the reason why there's a her trying to send a petition is because it's um, being threatened to be demolished. Oh, in I the see. Next, for, like, like in the next and week sold or so. For land. Okay. Great. And so they're trying to prevent that from happening. And while Chuck is outside talking about like how he's interested in the build- building. And- because of vintage entertainment. Right. It's really hot right now. Right. And Vanessa's like suspicious. Someone slushies him. It's amazing. Out on the street. And it's hysterical. So in other and so like um the, there's another storyline involving Serena primarily. Um, Serena rebels at a party of Lily's. Right. So Bart is back. He's usually back in town for good. He, yeah, for good. He's not planning to travel anytime soon. And so, um, what we learn is when Lily is married or was with a significant other for a long period of time, she starts to kind of, um adopt their tradition yeah and, and like their and their change. traits and she changes for the men in her life which is it's not it's not surprising <sighs> not surprising because that's kind of her character trait yeah. but also like it's disappointing yeah exactly it's like you you saw whenever she's with rufus she wears like jeans and a t-shirt yeah exactly she kind yeah. of just she kind of like you know and she I don't know, kind of like chameleon and just kind of like blends into whatever yeah. person she's with. So so the storyline for the Vanderwoodson slash Bass is not Chuck, actually. Um, in this episode is that they're going to have a housewarming party for some reason because I guess Bart is back. Well, also, like, they just moved into the apartment finally. They've been in, like, the pallet. The you know what? Like, all of the places they live look exactly the same to me. I, I did know. not know they had moved to a different place. Well, the thing is, is like, um, this apartment, this penthouse is so prominent in later seasons and like from like you forget that like they were in a different kind of stage but like uh-huh. the like the staircase and everything that's very new for this okay. for this particular um stead yeah i mean it's just like you know marble floors on part of it and then mm-hmm. like white carpeting and then white like creamish walls and right. like cream furniture that it, it all looks the same right but the, the, i think the most distinguishable traits of the show uh, of the set is definitely the, the staircase with the, the picture behind it right the big paintings because they have like the marfa the prada marfa picture which is a that is oh yeah which is um which is actually a real thing in marfa texas what is that it's a it's it's, it's an art installation and it's a prada like in prada installation in the middle of the desert oh in marfa texas it's actually kind of dope like there's a picture of beyonce st- and, like jumping in front of it that's amazing and it's a real thing they have like prada bags in it and it's like a installation so strange and they have in that picture that painting oh, um, yeah. from that. Yeah, so, I remember that. yeah and then they have a huge painting on the staircase so, it's like, like that neon sort of um i don't really know it looks it looks like kind of a, a glitch art type thing mm-hmm. where it's like w- someone's face and it's like glitched into different colors. Right. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's really pretty. I like that. So, um, but yeah, so like the, the renovations, which has been over a year for this place, has finally finished. And so like they're having like a home welcoming for that. So, yeah. So during this brunch, we find find out that Bart has, first of all, bought a Serena the suit. To wear to this event. For some reason. And also that he has set a bunch of family guidelines like um, dining together as a family and having a 1 a.m. curfew and no going out on school nights. And no, no, it was 1 a.m. curfew on weeknights. And um, wait, what? Yeah. Like you have to like be in at one or something like that. On school nights? I think so. I thought I think it's oh, no, 1 no. a.m. curfew on weekends. Right, and no right, going right. out on school nights. Which right. The 1 a.m. curfew on the weekends, I can understand the no going out on school nights seems a little bit excessive. Yeah. 
So, um, I don't know. I watched this and I felt like this feels like out of nowhere because like you don't know anything about Bart's character so far and it just feels like, oh, here's a new character trait. He's very, um, you kind of saw in the last few episodes where he's like, I bought that painting because I don't want our family name to be tarnished because you find out that um, Lily had been in a Maplethorpe, Maplethorpe and it's right. a nude photo. And so it's like kind of starting to show that he's right. like, He's very controlling. Right, yeah, controlling. Yeah, he's very controlling. He wants everything just so. And he has like this public image he wants to continue and retain. And because of Lily's past and because of Serena's past, as you learn too, he wants to kind of pull the reins in and, you know, make it so that it's uniform and everyone kind of aligns to you know, certain things. And it's interesting because his son, you know, as it is Chuck yeah, Bass. Yeah, he's the worst. He's, he's the literal worst. Yeah, like he is the, the definition of debauchery and yeah. like sin. So for him to like have... Chuck would be Dionysus. Absolutely. So for him to have... So, Apollo. Yes. <laughs> yes, he would. So for him to have such like high standards for um, behavior is, I don't know, hypocritical. Yeah, so then... You know, Serena and Eric, mostly Serena, are kind of miffed about this. It's it's not even mostly Serena. It's always it's yeah, like, it's, it's always Serena. Serena. Yeah. yeah, Eric's like, I don't really care. I don't, I don't, care. Blah, blah. I don't really and care. And so they're talking about how they're talking together. And like, really, I love when Lily or not Lily when Serena and Eric have conversations. Um, but they're talking about how Lily is becoming a Stepford and like letting Bart make all the decisions. And, and then just bring up like all the past relationships. It's yeah. very similar, like the two different Klauses and all the um, husbands that she's had. Like this is her fourth so marriage. So many Klauses. Yeah. So I, I, I was kind of confused about this. So her name is Lily Vanderwoodson, right? Yeah. That implies the last husband she had was uh, William Vanderwoodson, right? But hasn't she had several husbands since? Not necessarily. Okay. Because, like, like, that's what Lily and Eric are talking about, that she had a bunch of different husbands while they were alive. Right, right, right. But did she marry him again? Not necessarily. Um, I'll, my grandmother, for instance, she she still keeps her Vincent last name when she got, when she, because that was her second marriage. Uh-huh. She's been married three times. Her last marriage, she actually got divorced. Like, I think they divorced less than a year. But she still keeps her Vincent last name. Okay. So yeah. like maybe she likes the Vanderwoodson. Yeah. Vanderwoodson at me because like, you know, you Vanderwoodson is a predominant yeah. name. And Rhodes is like <laughs> boring. Well not even that, but like I think just has a more weight to it. Like Rhodes has a has a has a name to it. But like it's it's better for a woman of Lily stand stature to still have a name that's outside of her maiden name. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Just because she's a society woman. Yeah. And it's just weird little things like that. And I guess because her husband's after... Because I believe Vander Woodson might have been her first husband. Yeah. You can keep that... Like, typically, you keep your first husband's name. That makes more sense now. If If you... Even if you have, if you divorced, you can continue... You can continue having the... It depends also if you have, like, property under that name and, like, logistical tax reasons. Yeah. I mean, like, she's she changed her name... Are Lily and Bart married? Yeah, so she yeah, changed, she changed her, name her name to Bass. Bass, and Bass has a more predominant name, yeah, and more prestigious name than Vander Woodson, yeah. In regards true. to like you know society, 
Yeah. So then with um, Serena and Eric, Serena's like complaining about her mom being swayed by Bart. And Eric's like, I don't think so. I think she's like acting of her own volition. This isn't really that big of a deal. that There are rules now. Right. And Serena's like, what? I thought you were going to agree with me. Yeah. She's feeling kind of like defensive and she's yeah. kind of like, well, I'm, I guess I'm by myself in this. Yeah. Because she's the only one in the family that thinks that it's like too restrictive to have all right. those rules, which like. The, the no going out on school nights is restrictive. The dining as a family on the 1 a.m. curfew are not restrictive. Um, they are restrictive, but also she's 16 years old. Right. And she also, I, I think, too, with like the whole suit thing, I feel like she felt like, and we've talked about this before, like how Serena's fashion isn't always the best. Oh. But I feel like she feels like, no, like I can't even like express myself the way I want Very to. Very true. Like now, like they're being, expecting her fashion to be like way too bad for the party. Right. So they're like, no, I have to like, you know, now I have to wear this close to like something like, now you tell me what to do, tell me what to wear, tell me where to be, tell me what to think. Like she's yeah. feeling like she's feeling a bit like um it's 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 intense for her. And it's all it's very sudden. There's no like easing into it. It's very like these are the rules now, sorry. Yeah. You're so, in a you're in a new era. <laughs> it's just you. Um so then Serena is like um feeling bad about this. I um I don't know why I wrote this. So like the rules are so that Bart can close a deal. Right, okay. How do we find that out? Um, I'll tell you. Okay. So then Serena's sitting in her, her room like, by yeah, herself. She's in reading yeah. and Chuck comes in and... Well, well. Look who's playing by the rules and it's not even a school night. Eric convinced me. What about you? I'm on my way out to a house call. Ugh, gross. Well, as long as you're home by one. Naive, Serena. Don't you know Barton Lil's list of rules doesn't apply to me? What are you talking about? According to my sources, the real reason my father flew back early is to court some executives in town from the Midwest. The only problem is they won't do business with anyone who doesn't share their family values. So Bart is making sure we do. Or appear to. Wait, all this just so you can close the deal? I do my best work off the radar. But while you're on page six with the populistans of the world, you're the bigger threat to Bart's business. Night, sis. I hope your book is captivating. Yeah, so you find out they're just for Serena. They're pretty much just for Serena because he's like, I'm not the one on page six. I'm not super publicized with my stuff. I mean, I keep, I mean, I do my shit, but I keep my like stuff under wraps. Yeah. Whereas you were like being photographed every time you leave the house, you know, going to any party and stuff like that. And you know, he's just trying to sign. He's he's trying to sign a new company over, but they have a huge like family clause or something right like family like morals family morals thing. and morality clauses and he is trying to get this client and for someone like you to be in their family constantly getting into like you know scrapes and you know publicizing your um going your partying and whatnot it's not a good look for him so he's trying to tamper that down while he's trying to secure this client and so serena's like Oh, really? She's furious. So she's like, okay, I'm going to fuck some shit up. So she goes out in a very high skirted dress and Bart is seeing her. He's like, where do you think you're going? Like, oh, I'm just going to go to the clubs, you know? And she, she points out rightfully so that Bart missed dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, you know what? You can miss dinner. I can do whatever I want. Yep. And, um, <laughs> and then before she leaves, she's like, oops, I forgot to put on underwear. <laughs> so cute oh my god it's like it's it's nice to have like watch serena have a backbone like i I, I think i hate on her a lot i don't know why i hate on her i really like her as a character like i like the things she does yeah some things are stupid i'm just trying to change that's stupid 
But yeah, I like but like her. I like when she embraces her like bad girl side. I love bad girl Serena, honestly. I know. Bad girl Serena's my favorite Serena. It's so good. I like when she's a good girl, kind of, but like I understand the um the just the it gets kind of boring, honestly. And when she's like fun and witty and kind of like carefree and not giving a shit, it just like being her true full self. It's really fun to it's watch. It's really fun to watch that. Oh my gosh. And so she kind of just like goes balls to the wall. She's like, fuck this. I'm going to do what I want. And she does what she wants. And um, Bart is upset. He like talks to Lily and he like she came out looking like a hooker, <laughs> which problematic word um hooker sex worker sex worker it's the pc word so we keep it we keep a pc here um so yeah she okay so then um the next day blair and serena after blair has propositioned chuck and serena has gone out and been on page six or something they're they're having breakfast together and they are joined by eric and eric's new cute boyfriend cute boyfriend he his name is Jonathan. He's, he's super cute. cute. He's also brunette, and they are like the same height and the same person. They're so cute. Oh my god, they're really cute. It's really cute. And like before, um, Jonathan and Eric join the table. Blair's basically talking about like how she is, um, just talking about Chuck a bit. And Serena's looks suspicious. Like, do you still like Chuck? And like, and, and Blair's kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, she's kind of yeah. like deflecting. Yeah, but it's obvious. It's, like, it's it's also like it's obvious, but it's also not clear if she likes Chuck or like loves Chuck or yeah, if she just like you know wants to bone the, him. Yeah, the love game. Right, and it's it's just a back and forth with the two of these yeah. characters forever. To say about last night's curfew flaunting, mm, I kind of snuck out before she could corner me. Let them discipline the sibling that actually deserves it. I mean Chuck. What? You smiled. No, I didn't. I hate Chuck. Don't make me lose my appetite. Oh, hey, is that Eric? Hey, uh, Larissa said you'd be here. Hey. And we are? Who's this? Jonathan, this is my sister Serena and her friend Blair Waldorf. This is Jonathan, my boyfriend. It's nice to meet you both. Nice work, oh my gosh. Hi, so nice to meet you. Sit down, both of you. I invited him to the party tonight, but I thought you should meet him first. Yeah, I met Chuck the other day. Chuck? Wow. Hear that, Blair? Chuck? Ignore her. She's dehydrated. Did I miss something? No, but we did. The story of how you two met. We want to know everything. And so you find out that Jonathan has already met Chuck, and Blair has a very visible blush. Yep. And Serena's like, uh-huh. Sure. Hear that? Chuck? You met... <laughs> it's really cute. I Okay, so I, I feel like Serena is so on board for Chuck and Blair, Oh, and she yeah. like loves it. So every time, every time like they're not together, and someone brings up Chuck in Blair's presence, Serena's like, "Oh, oh, what's going on? We're talking about Chuck now. You hear that, Blair? We're talking about Chuck." And Blair's like, "Shut up, Serena. Yeah. I don't like him." Yeah, and I think it just stems from the fact that like both girls really want the two to be happy, and I and especially with Serena, she really wants Blair to be happy and really have a person. And she knew, like, I mean, it probably stems back as far back as like you know with like Nate and Nate and Serena stuff, and how that relationship kind of crumbled. She sees real happiness with Blair and Chuck, and she's like, "You should be with this person." Yeah, because like I mean, Nate was just so boring, and it was obvious that it was just like to fulfill some sort of princess fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so after this breakfast, um. Blair and Chuck meet up and 
Chuck is like, I'm giving up on this Vanessa seduction because there's not enough in it for me. And then that's when Blair actually propositions him. Waving the white flag, are we? Not exactly. I have a proposition for you. I'll say yes. That little troll Vanessa is working my last nerve. Not what I expected. And then I realized this could benefit both of us. You had me until troll. Dan stole your best friend. Now you can steal his. Seduce and destroy. What's in it for me? The thrill of the impossible. The only person Vanessa loathes more than me is you. It'll be one for the ages. Maybe you're not up for it. Memory serves. Had some mechanical problems. Yeah, so she's like, they have like so many will they or won't they moments in this episode. It's like not will they or won't they kiss. It's will they or won't they have sex immediately. (laughs) And so she's like wearing a dressing gown and she's like untying it. And then she has a satin romper underneath it. And I really want a satin romper now. I do too. I need to talk about that. (laughs) I know it's not fashion, but I really need a satin romper. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that's that's those are goals. I I get it. I wore I wore my romper the other day. I got a black romper (gasps) that you were with me when I got. Yes, it's amazing, right? Yeah, it's so comfortable. It's really weird to go to the bathroom, but I don't go to the bathroom like all the time. So most of the time, it's great. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't matter? You're naked. You're gonna be in the stall anyway. No one's gonna be like watching you. And plus, you can wear a tank top underneath, like I did. Yeah, exactly. Or a t-shirt. So then Chuck is obviously seduced by this and he's like fine fine i'll do it and then i get to sex with you <laughs> <laughs> and so then he's he's at home and um vanessa um goes over to his place i guess and he's basically giving her everything she's asking for in like the like wanting to buy the building and like keep it as a bar and like not change anything about it essentially and just do the funding for it and so she's like you know what the manager of the inn wants to meet you and sign off on everything and so that's that's the thing that's happening with that and so um serena and blair they like talk about um lily's husbands and like just a track record of how because serena came, comes to blair to complain about um the new regime of uh bart bass and like how the family is kind of just like under surveillance all the time is as, or as far as she knows and she's feeling kind of like just suffocated a bit yeah and so they so like, many husbands yeah so many husbands so many husbands so they're talking about we're talking about like all of um lily's husbands um because you know blair um had been there for serena when lily would go off you know you know for weeks at a time yeah, and just and so drop off, you know, either at the Waldorf house or the Archibald, Archibald house. house. Yeah, and it was just kind of, and Lily, you know, would just go off gallivanting with whatever man of the week that she had, and um, Serena was just saying like, you, you know, you, you didn't really know how bad it got, and and Blair was like, yeah, I knew, we knew, you know, and you know, it's it's an interesting look into like their past because like you know, for these kids, we haven't really, we don't really know what their childhood. Are like, I mean, this is yeah. technically their childhood still, because there are still children. <laughs> we and forget that sometimes. 
Right, but like you know, their early adolescence and early child and like childhood years, we don't really know much about. We know that like Serena was a model, a kid model for a while, and we know that like her and Serena have known each other since they were like in kindergarten or first grade. So they've known each other for a very long time, but you don't really know about their childhoods and home lives and how it's been. So it was a really interesting insight to um, their past. Yeah, hear about um, Lily and how she's been with these men because yeah. when you when you first you know drop into these kids lives well, lily's been single like, for a while and also like you kind of see her parenting style the way that she so eric tried to kill himself right. and she dropped him off at the ostrov center yeah, and you, yeah. like you she she kind of got different at parenting as the first season went on but like this is kind of reverting back to her like hands-off parenting and now like i was hands-off and now i'm going to go balls to the walls parenting and it's right. like it's just it, it does seem very true to her character i right. think for um. sure. So it's interesting to like see and just hear about their the the history of these kids and not the history but like their their past a bit more. And while this is going on, Blair is trying on a dress. And not that, because, sorry, we'll talk about the fashion. <laughs> a dress that Chuck bought for them while um they were still together before last Europe. Before Europe. Yeah. For Europe. It was, it was a dress for Europe. Yeah. And. Serena's like, didn't Chuck give that to you? And she's like, whatever. I don't like him. Stop it, Serena. Because, <laughs> you know, Serena's doing that thing again. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. So then um, Chuck is meeting with the owner of the inn, um, as per Vanessa telling him to go. And then Horace decides, Horace's name is Horace. He decides he likes Chuck. He makes fun of his outfit and they bond over Joe Kennedy. Yeah. Whoever that is. Oh, Joe Kennedy, he's on um, the father of John F. Kennedy. Oh. The Kennedys, like the Kennedys. Like he's like the, the head of it. He was like a politician. He was um he kind of um he was one of the big um liquor suppliers during the prohibition. Oh, I didn't know that. That's how they got most of their money. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. History lessons with share. Yep. And he was a ladies' man. Hey. And he was married to Homegirl Forever. Isn't? I know. But he was like for real, like he was a he was a he are was there a, are there any Kennedys in this show? I feel like someone's like related to the Kennedys, but I can't remember who. No, I just put, I think they just like name dropped the Kennedys, but okay. I don't think anybody actually talked about like, it. You know, or like the Archibalds are Vanderbilts, right? And that's the pretty Waldorf's much. Waldorf's are Waldorf's. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But like, yeah, that's as far as like old money goes. I think like, the Archibalds are probably the closest to old money. Yeah. Everybody else seems like kind of like newish money. Maybe newish. the roads. The yeah. roads seem like old money. Yeah, but, but I, like, I mean the Waldorfs are also old money, right? Because Waldorf, like the hotel, I, I assume they're after the hotel. No, no, no. okay, nope, they're not. Who knows why they're rich? Um, I guess just because like um, um, Waldorf designs is a designer, but then like she was married to um, Harold, who's, like who's a lawyer, who's a lawyer, so. a very rich lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, you find out that like everyone used to come back to that bar in the day, and like. Chuck is like, I want to save this because, you know, I feel welcome here. He's telling Vanessa and he like, it, it kind of seems like he's being sincere about this. Yeah. And like, you know, it's kind of a ploy for that Blair has set him on this to like seduce and destroy Vanessa. But you kind of see Chuck like having a different side to him where he is being more vulnerable. And he's like, I feel welcome here. Like this guy likes me and I didn't think anyone had ever liked me on the surface. Right. And Vanessa, um, says i knew it'd take a miracle but i never thought it'd be chuck bass yeah and it's really sweet because like you see a you see chuck be vulnerable with somebody outside of blair 
Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like they're not, he's not with Vanessa, but he's like interacting with her kind right. of like on a vulnerable level. Right. Cause like he, he's, it's not scheming for, you know, something else. You see, it's something very personal to him and real estate happens to be a personal thing. It's the family business. Yeah. But it's in a way that like it's outside of his father's, um, empire exactly his empire and it's 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 something independent all to himself and he can actually kind of build on this something that he can invest in as opposed to his father investing for him and he likes that he's it's like the victor victrola thing like he right. liked he you kind of see that he likes vintage places mm-hmm. and like that's what his aesthetic and business is right his business sense so his he's business aesthetic yeah and he's just he's he's trying to build something that's outside of his father, and it's really great to see him do that. But also, it's interesting to see Vanessa be kind of a catalyst to that. Yeah, and so then Chuck is like so so drawn to this place that he invites Vanessa to the house, the um, Bass Vanderwoodson housewarming. There's no good way to combine their names, is there? Vanderwoodson Bass. That bastard Woodson. Bastard Woodson. <laughs> bastard Woodson. That is their new name. Oh no. Um but yeah, see the Vander Woodson Bass house, um, because he wants to um talk to him uh, talk to his father about it while he's there and have Vanessa there. Yeah. So then he he is so you find out that he's like actually gonna buy the the beer hall and he's like um serious about it and so He's talking to his dad about it, and he his dad Bart is very very mad about this, and he's like Chuck, you can't buy this. Like this is not in my business plan. Whatever, blah blah blah. You can't do this. And Chuck is like, but I want to. I think it'd be a great investment. Like here are all the reasons that I think it'd be great. And he's being very sincere and nice, and it's very strange. It's very strange to me to see this. Like I, like if I, I almost feel like it's out of character just because like you've never seen him be this way before like being uh, like doing something out of sincerity rather than out of his first scheme and like yeah. him defending it to his dad feels like weird well like i think there was some um there was some like back and forth when he was trying to buy a victor vertrola back in back in season one because his father initially didn't want him to do that either it was like oh so i can promote this debauchery and sex you know oh very true and so like he's kind of doing that again but then you know you see vanessa seeing this happen and i guess he's just is i think to some point chuck is still always trying to impress his father yeah and he's always trying to win his went over his dad and you saw that in the last few episodes with him right. like talking to his dad and nate or not nate dan overhearing right and this and this in this you know very very intense very awkward relationship he has his father it's building up to to one of the catalysts of the season it's building up to that mm-hmm. so like you're seeing this relationship with these these two men and they are so much alike yet they are so separated from whatever issues they have yeah and so when nate not nate geez when when chuck is trying to you know be his own man within his dad's industry he's being you know cast aside like you know this child's play what are you doing like there's i'm not gonna invest my heart and money so you can like have another you know place to go get drunk and lost and i'm not doing that it's like there's this town isn't big enough for two basses <laughs> like i feel like i feel like that's been said before but yeah. i don't know i feel like that's that's exactly what it is like they're so similar that they're they're not going to get along yeah and it's it's it's, it's, it's upsetting because you know chuck still needs his father he still needs guidance and the fact that his father is not 17. right and the fact that his dad is not you know if not anything trying to 
embrace and try to like you know nurture this you know this need to buy real estate because i mean obviously it's coming from him yeah like why do you think your son wants to do this to like piss you off no he wants to do because he idolizes you yeah he he fucking worships you and you won't give him the time of day and it's it's really disconcerting you have enough money basses like you can do this it's fine yeah so it's it's, manhattan real estate right so it's interesting seeing vanessa see this kind of like interaction and then want to console him afterwards yeah and so vanessa she tells she tells chuck like your dad sucks and you deserve better and um Chuck is like, you don't know me. Yeah, he's like, I actually suck. I'm more like him than you realize. Right, like, you don't know me. Like, like, he knows what he's doing. He's known me for a long, like, you don't know me at all. Yeah, like, he's he's known me for 17 years. His dad. Which is even sadder. It's so sad. Which is even sadder. Like, he can't even. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, Blair sees this interaction between Chuck and Vanessa happening and is furious. She's mad. Um, So then. (laughs) So then after this happens, there's like Vanessa is she goes off somewhere and then Blair walks up Chuck and she's like, this is dull. I don't want to do this anymore because she can see that like Chuck actually sort of has feelings or is like, you know, developing some sort of feeling for Vanessa. And it's kind of right. like you don't know if she wants to like not go through with the like having to have sex with Chuck because like you don't know what their feelings are. Or right. What. Yeah. She just doesn't tell him why. And he's just like and he's suspicious. But like she she just she has feelings. She has deep feelings. But like she doesn't want to get she doesn't want the sex to be, you know, a prize. She actually wants him to want her. Yeah. But she sees that there's a threat with Vanessa. And so she. um she she takes Vanessa's purse, like she gets it from concierge or whatever. My bag with my coat, could you just check again? No need. Don't tell me you took my purse by mistake. Hardly. But then it wasn't your bag I was after. Don't you know never to leave anything valuable unattended? Oh, and I took the liberty of increasing your storage space. What did you do? Marcus and Catherine are free to live their sick little lives in peace. As am I. Now that you have nothing on me, you're done here. Except one more thing. You may think you've discovered the hidden Chuck, but you should know he has no real feelings for you whatsoever. It was all a little bet we made to see just how gullible you could be. I don't believe you. It was simple, really. Chuck wanted to get Dan, and I wanted to get you. So are you telling me that Chuck had his dad's company make an offer on the Brooklyn Inn in order to get back at Dan? Isn't that a little convoluted even for the two of you? Real estate was just foreplay. Seducing and humiliating you was the ultimate goal. Chuck didn't hit on me once. Maybe what's really going on here is that you can't stand that he might actually be a good person when he's not around you. I seriously doubt that. What are you doing, Blair? Tying up some loose ends. Telling Vanessa that she doesn't mean anything to you. We were just playing chess and she was another piece that you needed to knock over on your way to take the queen. Do you disagree? I guess I, I should have known. Good boy. What the hell was the point of that? Well, you may not have seduced her, but she seems pretty humiliated to me. What are you saying? I'm saying I lost, you won. I'll be waiting in my room in one hour. Come claim your prize. It's sad. And then she, then Chuck goes back to the bar and he's like, I was wrong about you. Like I thought you were going to be 
like, well, well the, the the owner the bar owner oh. he like he like tells chuck like I, I i was wrong about you i usually don't you know make bad imp- I, I usually don't make bad character choices but i think like i was wrong with you. i was wrong with you and it's a bummer and vanessa you know she is there but she's silent and chuck's like i really want to you know be a part Still of this place yeah but vanessa's you know like kind of like not having it so yeah so then um uh let's see so serena she during this party serena's wearing the suit that weird suit that bart bought for her for some reason like we'll talk about it during fashion okay fine so she's wearing a suit no other context yeah so we're gonna see like i mean we it's a suit that bart had um bought for her they're wearing the same um it has a plane seat on the flight over from shanghai or wherever the fuck very fancy that's a very nice well-designed suit not necessarily proper for 17 year old to wear but that's another thing we'll talk about that in fashion fashion. (laughs) but um so she's she's she shows up wearing this and and she's waiting around for her friends to show up because she's pissed earlier in the episode she found out that eric wasn't bringing his friend uh, his boyfriend jonathan there and that it was you know suggested from bart that he shouldn't bring it and yeah because he he so she sees jonathan on the street and she's like oh i'll see you tonight and he's like no eric told me it's family only and serena's like no it's not it's not family only the press is going to be there right and and she's pissed right and we're told we can bring friends yeah and so she's bringing her friends and he's like what um so then she goes up to her mom and she's like does or she goes up to Ch- uh, the Bart and goes, does my mom know that you told Eric that he couldn't bring his boyfriend? And Bart's like, I told him no such thing. I suggested that like you know there's gonna be press here, and you know he decided that he didn't want to have Jonathan there. And she's like, who who do you think would win in an argument, like you or a fifteen year old boy? Like right. obviously you're using some sort of persuasive tactics on him to like convince him that he shouldn't bring his boyfriend. Like I don't think you're being sincere about this. Like I don't think it was all his choice. Right. And so then she finds um, Eric, and he confirms that the Jonathan thing was his own decision. That he didn't want to be he didn't want to be outed as gay on his um, until he was ready. Yeah, which is valid, very valid. And so then they're being interviewed by the reporter. <laughs> For some reason, there's a reporter at their housewarming party. Well, they're being like, well, like, I feel like the the house was designed by two editors or something like that. And designers editors who like work for like in style and stuff like that. So they're being, they're going to be like in a magazine. They're going to be featured in a magazine spread. And so they're interviewing them about like their home life and family life. They would never be on Design Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put that out there. <laughs> but yeah, so Serena, she's like, oh, like, like um, because they ask about like anecdote, like family, family anecdotes and stuff. Yeah, and they f- we find out that Lily had described their family as close knit, and Serena is like, wait, what? We're close knit, and she just like she just fires back with all these like rude things that are yeah. they're not things you should say to reporters. Absolutely not. Like so, it's like super inappropriate stuff. You know, like with like the the cocaine yeah. all over all the blow rather all over the countertops. And oh, it's just because uh, one of the Klauses was really into cocaine. The Klauses, there's so many. There's um, there's at least two. Yeah. So um, Serena's talking to Lily, and she's like, she has this realization that like, oh, it's not Bart that's making all these rules. It's you. And she's like, oh, it's because you were a shit mom all these years that you're trying to make up for it. And um, you're not like, 
you're just trying to like go back and be be a, a better mom by imposing all these rules and Lily's like no no I was fine and Eric kind of comes to her defense and is like she did kind of raise me all these years <laughs> yeah I mean your ringtone was since you've been gone <laughs> by Kelby Clarkson which is one of my favorite lines Eric ever said so good so good yeah so Lily's embarrassed and kind of conflicted and Serena, she goes off to um, the Archibalds, which now we can talk about. The last completely disparate um, storyline of Dan and Nate. So Dan and Nate are bros now. Yeah, remember the last episode where Dan was like, well, I think he's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're officially bros now. They like play soccer together in the park. They hang out. They have coffee or lemonade or yeah, hot so, dogs, pretzels. So Dan's street now food. an alternate on Nate's soccer team or whatever. And he was like, and Chuck's like jealous of the new romance or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. So one thing we didn't mention is that like so since dan and nate are kind of friends now chuck has another reason for trying to steal vanessa not steal vanessa but like destroy vanessa because dan stole his best friend nate he wants to steal dan's best friend vanessa right so um because yeah. petty yeah because petty. <laughs> there's like all these tweets i see this is the level of petty i want to be with these amazing petty things that people do and everyone's amazing it's so funny yeah so, so then um yeah. dan is so Dan's hanging out with his family and he's dance planning soccer to Jenny. And Jenny's like, oh, this is your first guy friend? <laughs> he's like, no, I have plenty of guy friends. So then the ball came to me. And so I kicked it to this guy. And then, and then, you know, he kicked it to another guy and he kicked it to another guy. And then that guy scored. So, you know, it was basically an assist. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty amazing. Oh, it's so weird that you're on a team now. I mean, pretty soon you're going to have actual guy friends. What are you talking about? I have plenty of guy friends. Dan. I know that you're Mr. Soccer now, but you and I both know you prefer to hang out with girls. Vanessa, Serena, once upon a time. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I said that it's completely untrue. Okay. Dad, will you please tell Jenny that, that I have guy friends? Of course he does. I'm his... No, not including you. For Cedric? Not including dolls. <laughs> okay, watch and learn. Nate. Hey, man. Hey, it's Humphrey. Dan. Yeah, good, good. Hey, listen, uh, you want to hook up for some soccer later? You're 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 by the park, right? Noon, yeah. Sweet, bro. All right, love it. Bye. Apparently, uh, we're gonna play soccer later. Uh-huh. No big. Cedric invited. Jenny, mm. come on. Thank you, Dad. You know Cedric would get dirty. <laughs> and then Dan would have to bathe him. <laughs> All right, I'll see you two later. I got my boy waiting for me. Right, because she's like, you only hang out with girls. Like, like Vanessa's your best friend. Yeah. And and I mean, like, he doesn't have any friends. He has Vanessa, and that's literally it. Yeah. Except in the book series, he has his friend Trent or something like that. Right. I don't remember his name. Greg. Greg? I don't know. But that's the one he got, like, I, well, that's a point where, like, Dan was, like, gay in the series for a bit. Really? He, oh, with well, Chuck. No, with Chuck. With Chuck Greg. Chuck was also gay. Yeah, Chuck was, Chuck was, like, actually, like, bisexual in the show okay yeah he was chuck, very, was chuck was very queer yeah it was very queer he was very like you know pansexual well he did what he wanted he was out here yeah he had a he had a monkey and an ascot it oh was like i, I wish the monkey were a thing i, I mean know. It's like, he sort of has a monkey right in the series i, feel, I don't know it doesn't matter he's a pet later we won't tell you what kind yeah. of, we won't tell you kind of animal but he does have a pet a, later okay so he while he's dance-splaining it um yeah he's like i'm gonna go play soccer with nate 
because I want to prove that I have friends. Some bro, you know. Yeah. So then he goes he goes to Nate's place to like kind of hang out before going to soccer, and he Sweet. finds out that like there's all these seized flyers, and like he breaks in for some reason. Yeah. There, there's a lot of like of um kind of like um. You shouldn't be doing this. Well, it was like it's like foreclosure notice and um not foreclosure. Not yeah, foreclosure. it's just like a seizing of property. Right. And so he like goes in, he finds out there's no electricity. And while he's at Nate's place broken in by himself, um, he sees like a bunch of like sleeping bags on the ground floor. Right. And realize that Nate's been squatting there. Yeah. And so while he's there, Nate calls him. He's like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm coming to the park. And then when he's he's talking to um, he's Nate talking to- later at yeah. dinner, he's like. Well, like, well, like, um, when they meet at the park, they're talking, and he talk. Um, he like steps aside while Nate is getting like something to drink. He talks to Jenny and and tells him the situation with Nate, and Jenny's like, "Find him a dinner." That was uh, that was Jenny, and it turns out my dad's making his once a year chili, and attendance is mandatory for me and whoever I'm with. I'm sorry, I'm deeply sorry, but this year that's you. Wow. Well, I guess I don't have a choice then, do I? You don't. Uh, categories <laughs> will be involved. Categories. Be prepared. Yeah. And, and so he's he, making chili. Rufus making chili. You should come over for dinner. And um, at that point, we can invite him to try to stay at least the night yeah. and try to figure out in the morning what to do with him because he shouldn't have to go home to, you know, no electricity or running water or whatever. Or anyone is. or no family. Oh, right, exactly. He shouldn't be like, living by himself as a like, seventeen-year-old child. Where is his mom? Is she at the? She's at the Hamptons. The, oh, still. house. Yeah, or like yeah, she's she's with family. Yeah. Um, at least in Long Island somewhere, and um. You know, and of course the captain's and God knows where he's he's at. The so. captain. Yeah. So it's it's awkward. Yeah. So then he's he's at dinner and like talking with everyone and Dan's like, Well, Nate, 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 I I know, I know about the thing. And um <laughs> Nate's like, Why are you snooping? <laughs> Why yeah. are you telling Jenny? Right. I'm not like <laughs> let me read you what I <laughs> actually. Nate is like, Why you snoop? Why you tell Jenny? I know charity. <laughs> <laughs> why did I write this? Why can't I do like I don't know why I type like when I because when I'm you're typing the best. no when I'm typing notes like I don't type real sentences. <laughs> I know charity. This is great. Um, um, but yeah, so like he Nate is angry. He's super angry and defensive, and he feels violated because he should he, feel violated. Yeah, because Dan broke into his place and violated his privacy. Yeah, it's none of his fucking business what's going on, honestly. And I understand that like Dan's trying to be like you know a good person to like you know reach out and help a friend but like also like this is not your place yeah but also like okay so his this is some some defense i have for dan because like sure i mean the I'm way not it saying started out is yeah. he walked up to dan to nate's place and saw all these signs outside he didn't just like break in and see it so he's like oh something's going on let me like just go check and see what's happening if nate's okay if he's not okay i want to sure. like, help him so i think like showing up to someone's place unannounced isn't unethical and like especially if they have all those things like that make you question if they've been lying to you or if there's something going on i think it's i think it's not on that unethical no i mean and like his 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 reasoning is true and pure of heart and he's (laughs) and he's he's trying to be a good samaritan and all of that but like i don't know there's there's just something about like Dan. Dan's desire to just—he's always trying to be the bigger so, person, he's and the so self—he's so self-righteous about yeah, this thing. Yeah, he's very self-righteous, and that's the thing that's so annoying is that like he is so firm in his beliefs that he always believes he, he is correct, and that no other 
you know, there's no other stance to be on but his side. Mm-hmm. And whoever is not on his side or his side of thinking is incorrect. And that's what makes it so difficult to like get behind him sometimes. Cause it's like, uh, but the way you did this was so shitty. Yeah. It was not the right way to go about it. You should have like talked to him, not just bombard him. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was especially bim- like in front of his family. Right. Because like, like in he front should, of Jenny and Rufus. Right. He should have pulled him aside. This is something you say privately between two friends, not like have your, your, your dad involved and also your sister. Like now you're bombarded. Yeah. And if you're like, you're, you're you know, you're taken off guard and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, and how did like, you even know about this? He doesn't have the best social sense. Like, well, he doesn't have social skills. Yeah. Like, remind and, like, me. he doesn't have any friends. Yeah, he doesn't have any friends. This, this, this literally the whole entire episode is based on. It's for, for it's a, he doesn't have any friends. This is his first friend outside of Vanessa that he's had also, in, like, 15 years. I think, like, the fact that he's so close to his family and, like, they are basically his only friends outside of Vanessa is what made him feel, feel like it was okay to say all that stuff about Nate. He's like, oh, you know, I'm friends with Nate. Now you guys are also friends with Nate. Right, and that's not what it, what it is. Like, he didn't ask for to be friends with you know them so like it's 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 it was misguided yeah it, it was, was it was it was his intentions were true and pure of heart but his but it was so misguided his execution was it misguided was terrible yeah so yeah it was i don't know it was it was bad but um yeah so yeah, anyway so then, um he's, so so nate leaves so nate leaves and um you Dan's see Dan follow him and like hang out in front of a stoop, and who's there? But Serena. Serena after she had left the party out of uh, out of like you know just frustration with her mother for being like you know just a crowd following sheep with her new husband, she left the scene, and she didn't really know where to go because Blair is dealing with her Chuck drama. I was not really willing to hear her complaints about what's going on with her family and she didn't know where nate was because she's at his house and nothing's there right and so the only person she really wanted to talk to she can't really talk to anymore because they're broken up up. so it's very serendipitous the two people are on the on the the show uh, on the the stoop together and they talk out what's going on between the net between uh, serena and her mother and and their issues yeah and so dan explains to her he's like He's talking about Lily and he's he's just like, oh, you know, Lily's acting like she's perfect, but she's trying to overcompensate for not being perfect. And Serena's like, you're right. Sorry about everything. Goodbye. And then Bart picks her up. Yeah. And I, you know, how Out of you know nowhere. Where, like, how do you even know who she was? Yeah. He's like, so some, creepy. It was, it, he said, like, someone told him that he might find her there. But, like, why would he find her at Nate's place? Serena and Nate are not close. Like, not really. They're close, but like Serena has Blair and Serena has, you know, Dan sort of, but like why would she be at Nate's? Yeah, it's very arbitrary, which you'll find out like later on why that make like why it makes sense if someone found out about where she was. But at the time it's very arbitrary. Yeah, so So yeah, there, there's it's, it's weird, uh, but it's a nice moment sense. between um, Dan and Serena because it's like these two characters, they have been kind of like at odds for the past four or five episodes. So for them to um, kind of like come together and um, it's nice to kind of like have like a nice truce is nice. And it kind of leads on to the following episodes. Yeah, it's nice to see them as friends again. Mm-hmm. So Serena goes back to the Vanderwoodson Bass Manor and everyone is gone. And Lily, Lily's there and um, she apologizes and Serena also apologizes and they kind of like make up. And is there any resolution about the the stringent guidelines that they have for them? Well, not really. No, but. You still have to do it? Um, 
I think Bart was talking, oh, Bart didn't really say much about that, but I think like it kind of came, like there was kind of like a alluded that like it wouldn't be as harsh. They kind of just wanted to like be on the same page yeah. and kind of like agree on it. And um, Bart had made sure that the story was killed. Oh yeah. With the press the because press. there was a lot of things that Serena said <laughs> that would not look great on page. Yeah. So um, going back to the two main characters of this episode, Blair and Chuck. Um, um, so Blair is waiting in her room for Chuck because she has, you know, she has called all the bet and she's like, oh, you know what? Since you won, you get to have me now because of reasons. And I don't really understand the bet I got. Um, so she's like wearing her lingerie. Right. She's wearing her lingerie and they start making out and they're all hot and heavy. And then... It's got weird cutaway video. It's very strange. It's like yeah. them kissing, then cutaway, and then more kissing, and then weird cutaway. Yeah. And it's just like, what? What? What is it's this? Just, 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 in, just intensifying the passion. It's, yeah. And then he pulls away, and he was like, yeah. Say what? I'll say anything. Say those three words you wanted me to say. Are you kidding? Not quite. Eight letters, three syllables. Say them and I'm yours. But I'm already yours and you're ruining the move with all this talk. You can't say it. You wanted it from me. I'm prepared to settle. Maybe I'm not. Check pass. I will never say those words to you. And he's then, like you gotta chase me now yeah and it's just like ugh what? come on just fucking do it already just like do it have some P and V it's fine yes just you clearly it. want to it doesn't have to be out love yes god you guys are 17 yeah why does it have to be like all or nothing so right. yeah so it's annoying but then the episode ends with um Nate coming back to the Humphreys house with with Dan he's like we go to lodger we got a new launcher and so he's staying with them. So he's staying with them and they made up the couch for him and it's um it's sweet. It's sweet. And so that is the episode. Yeah, this episode. Yeah, so we'll be right back after these messages. Bow, 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 bow. Unlike Blair and Serena, we don't have people who can take care of us. We're not privileged, so we need sponsors. So we'll be right back after this message. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Story Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending like they were actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like these are my glasses, my new glasses, aren't I cute? Like they didn't even have prescriptions? Oh yeah, they didn't have That's prescriptions. Fine. And I was just like out here I'm looking. here for this. And actually actually like got a guy's number off like i like your glasses like thank oh you God. so if you want a guy's number or girl's number or whomever you de- desire number or just general attention and you can do that too i mean who doesn't want numbers or attention you can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash post so you know they came from us again that is warbyparkertrial.com slash post to get your free five-day home try on and now back to the show so fashion fashion so the suit that serena was wearing 
So the suit is, it's low cut. It is very sexy. There's no blouse. I think it's just like a jacket and and, I, a, and pants. I almost wonder, like, maybe she was supposed to wear a blouse and then she just <laughs> chose not to because of the whole rebelling thing. And all, also the cleavage rhombus. Oh, yeah. The cleavage. Yeah. The cleavage rhombus, which is a, a Blake Lively thing. If you Google Blake Lively cleavage rhombus. I actually rhombus. tweeted about it today. As we're, um, we're recording this on a Friday. So, like, for your Labor Day weekend enjoyment, <laughs> if you want to go to um, our Twitter page at Gossip Girls Pod, you can find a lovely link for your Friday enjoyment. Yes, which the is rhombus. Which is the uh, long-worded long article about the rhombus, which oh, is... Blake Lively is also pregnant. Other news. <laughs> yeah. Baby number two. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds say on her. Rhombus. Yeah. So she's wearing that. Um, she, like, it was, I, it's a very nice suit. I don't know why Bart bought it for her. Yeah. But I, I think he probably assumed she would wear it with a shirt. Yeah. It's like satin lapels. It's very nice. Yeah. I really enjoy it's it. It's a nice suit. It's a very nice suit. Um, the red dress. Lady in red. Lady in red. I was supposed to do that with you, weren't I? I'm sorry. Let's try it again. One, two, three. Lady in red. Yeah, the the dress that Serena wore out on the town where she can, you know, get, you know, photographed and, you know. Page six. Page six and, you know, start some trouble tonight. (laughs) As she said, like, I'm going to, you know, I think we have some fun tonight. You know, get out there and shake it off or whatever. So she, it's a really, I kind of like it. How do you feel about it? I don't remember it. It's, it? it's short it's like a two it's like it's um strapless dress it's got like um um it's not tool but like it's kind of like layered material oh, yeah, on I it didn't like that dress i like the cut the I dress think. itself is not very i'm very into red dresses right now because i saw a bunch of ladies wearing red dresses last weekend as Cher was with me we celebrated Cher's birthday last week everyone happy birthday Cher! happy birthday Cher again <laughs> I feel like we have like three episodes about my, ep- my you birthday. You look so cute right now. <laughs> Thank you. I feel cute today. Yeah. Um, so um, I saw a bunch of people wearing red dresses and I was like, I need a red dress. So it's 50% off on Monday at the thrift stores. So that's where I'll be. Interesting. I might come with. Yeah. I'll be. I'm going to go to one in Andersonville, which unfortunately it is not a sale on Saturday or Sunday because we'll be hanging out. Yeah. Because we're going to be on a podcast together. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on in the episode um, before we close out. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So, other outfits. Um, fun tidbit. Not really fashion, but sort of fashion. Dan is wearing a Lincoln Hawk t-shirt. Oh, gosh. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Ah, so funny. So, that's, that's the thing. He's apparently proud of his dad for being in a band that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love seeing... Uh, Dan though in uh like soccer clothes. <laughs> I know it's so weird. It's so weird. It seems like, like be part of a team and part of like sports and have like, have friends and who then, are like, boys and having like cleats and stuff. I didn't even know he possessed any of I those know. things. I know where did he? Uh, where did his poor Brooklyn money find? I know find money to. Uh, it must be used. It must be thrifted. Yeah, it must be. Clearly, because he's in my thing brand new. <laughs> Um, especially oh my god like dan in the the book is just like he has two different outfits that are both from salvation army it's amazing i know he's so he's so like ugh. he's so ratchet so ratchet <laughs> is that how you i remember he like buzzed his hair i remember when vanessa buzzed her hair he buzzes his hair too he has like a crop he has like oh. cropped hair like how like how how nate is not neat how dan is in the first episode of the series oh. is how he is the entire yeah series. remember how everyone's hair changed from the the pilot to like the second episode that one? yeah well that that happens with a lot of series yeah that's true including mothers so 
Including what? Mothers. Remember Blair had, Eleanor was a different Oh, character. yeah. Eleanor was just a completely different. I think we were talking about his band Mother and I was like, what? Oh, no. That's not a series. That's different. Watch it. That's different. Uh, what other outfits are there? I have oh the Blair down. outfit that um oh the Europe outfit the Europe outfit I liked that dress it was very kind of like nineteen twenties kind of like like Charleston esque kind of like drop waist dress I really liked it, it has a lot. one sequence strap and I thought it was weird oh I liked it I also liked the headband that it came that she was wearing with it oh yeah um one, one of the few, few headbands. yeah exactly I was supposed to say that like, one of the few that I liked yeah um. What um, else? So I have written down Vanessa is wearing a weird dress, which is not uncustomary of Vanessa. I don't remember what her dress is, but I assume it's some sort of like green satiny dress with an empire waist that is an awkward length on her. The thing is, is like they make her the, be the alt girl, and I was like, what does alt girl mean? Alt girl means in this case that she shops at Macy's instead of Bloomingdale's, and it wears a lot of layers. Yeah, like she just layers her clothes on, like she has like. Like a bunch of pieces that don't really match. And they all, like, they don't even, like, go together match. Like, right. And it's not even like, color blocking match. It's just kind of just like, oh, whatever. I chose to wear these two things that I, I found on my floor. Right. Like, I don't care how I look, kind yeah. of aesthetic. And I'm just like, ugh. But, like, she she also wears a lot of bright colors, which Super look really good with her skin tone because yeah. she is a person of color. Yes, but also she's flawless. Melanin. Like, yeah. High five. Melanin. Sharon and I are high fiving. Air fiving. Air fiving. Yeah, because um, this table's big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are we sitting kitty corner from each other? That's because we, we can oh, see, each see each other. Yeah. yeah. Any other fashion? Um, I like that Serena washed her hair in this episode. Because <laughs> like she hasn't been washing her hair recently, and like this episode looks, she looks groomed. Did you Did you see my tweet the other day? Um, so mm-hmm. I tweeted about from Gossip Girls. I tweeted about Serena. Um, so Nate's talking about Serena in the prequel to Gossip Girl called It Had to Be You. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I and saw he's that. like, oh, she's the kind of girl who doesn't need to comb her hair. And I was like, oh, that's why she doesn't comb her hair. She don't need to. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, yeah, so that one, is... One more fashion thing. Sure. Uh, so Serena, when she's about to have a conversation with Chuck about having to be the only one that the rules are for, she's wearing a blue nightgown and I want it. I love I Life nightgowns. They're the best thing ever. And um, Oh, yeah. One more fashion thing. Chuck is wearing a patchwork scarf, and it's like the patches are all different polka dot patterns, and it looks weird, and I don't like it. <sighs> Damn it, Chuck. Okay. Cool. Um, any music for this episode? Snow Patrol. They play a song, Take Back the, C- Take Back the City. Take back the city for yourself tonight. I'll take back the city for me. And I forgot Snow Patrol had one song outside of Cars. <laughs> oh, no, Chasing Cars. Chasing Cars. Oh, that's, about, that's our yeah, song. Yeah, that's Snow Patrol. Yeah, so that, that, so that's their one song, but I forgot they had other songs. Oh, my God. I don't know the song you're talking about. It's a song that played, it was like the song that kind of transitioned between um, the party scenes and, oh. and the characters. And it was like, a, it was, I don't know, it was um, the big song of the episode, I think, because it was kind of like a meal piece to the, the surrounding of the show. So we know that the way that I discover songs that are on the show are either because they're very, very popular top 40 hits <laughs> or because... Subtitles. The, or the subtitles. Another one I saw... <laughs> that's exactly right. Another one I saw was Black Key's Psychotic Girl. Is that a song? Yes. It's a good song, yeah, too. So that was on the episode. <laughs> I like Black Keys. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, also, since you've been gone, I wish I had oh heard that song. Oh my god, I know since that you've was. Been gone, that I was. Gonna breathe for the first time. Since you've been gone. Since you've been 
Um, Pitch Perfect is great. <laughs> yeah, Pitch Perfect is so good. Um, okay, so stray observations. Oh, what about Old Tech Low Tech? Oh, Old Tech Low Tech. Um, I everyone's guess still reading newspapers. That's the thing that's happening. Page yeah. six is we talked about that. A deleting the, the deleting the phone the picture. I guess. Oh yeah. Just because your picture's deleted doesn't mean it's gone forever, Vanessa. Interesting, but also with something that would never happen um, today. That it's like um, getting to somebody's phone without a password. Mm-hmm. Because very true. Yeah, because like now it's either touch ID, like I have on my phone, or like with a four-digit or six-digit password to get in somebody's phone, just like arbitrarily just opening it up is really interesting. It's not possible. It's not possible now. I I have some friends that don't actually lock their phones because like if they ever lose it. Then like someone can open it and like find like you're you're not able to like find the owner of a phone without unlocking it. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I know. I'm like I don't I don't know how I feel about that because like if your phone does get lost, like what can someone they can like make so many purchases and stuff, which is terrible. Yeah. So I would always lock my phone. Yeah, or like sell your fucking phone. Yeah. Um. Um. Any stray observations? I have a lot of stray observations. Cool. Okay, so the first one is when, um. So Serena's talking to Eric about all the husbands and she's describing some of the husbands to Eric and she's talking about one particular husband named Samir and she describes Samir is a it's a common Indian name. It's an Indian man's name. And she um ends this conversation about Samir by saying, I know I enjoyed a brief conversion to Islam mm. which is it's it's problematic because like that's just assigning the entire religion of Islam to a um, skin color, which is something that happens a lot in America. So, bad on you writers. Don't do that. Yeah, there are some Indians who are Muslim, though. So yeah, but like fine. it's just such a, it's just a it's generalization. Just like, it's also like the only the only factor about him is that he was brown and he was Muslim. Um, but also shout out to Lily for doing that race. Yeah, exactly. The only one out of anyone. Word. Uh, let's see. Any other stray observations? Um, I have. I have, okay, so like, there's a scene where like Dan and Rufus are eating popsicles, <laughs> and it carbon. Of course they are. And popsicles. They're eating popsicles, and it like apparently the popsicles are carbonated, and they both kind of like toss it at the same time, and it's the cutest visual <laughs> gag. I love that. That was really cute. They're like, oh, I can't eat this. They both like throw it away. It's really okay. Cute. It's carbonated popsicles. Sound amazing. Yeah, I'm, I would I'm eat kinda, that. I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Oh, someone once made like Sprite Jello, where they like had the the regular Jello, and then instead of mixing it with cold water, they mix it with cold Sprite, Ooh. and it makes it bubbly. It's cool. I like that. Uh, a stray observation. So when Blair is propositioning Chuck, she calls out his erectile dysfunction, and he goes, "I'm just gonna imagine Vanessa as you when I seduce her." Yikes! Gross. Oh, I also just love when they when they uh, when they did Slurpee um, Chuck. They read out "Rich Boy," <laughs> <laughs> Rich Boy, because he's like wearing like a two thousand dollars suit on the street in Brooklyn, which apparently back then was a no no. Also, still a no no. Don't ever do that. Yeah, that's not smart. It's a Tuesday. Um. Oh, there was a shout out to Cedric. Yes. Dan's Cabbage Patch Kid. Because when Jenny's like, "You don't have any male friends," Rufus is like, "You have me." And Cedric. <laughs> Blair, she yells at one of her new minions because she's wearing, because the girl is wearing tights as pants. Kelsey, 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 how many times must we tell you? As one of the girls of the steps, you represent Constance royalty. So it should come as no surprise that many girls before you have gotten the axe when their choices reflected poorly on us. 
didn't realize. That tights are not pants? Honestly. It's amazing. She, she calls it a quote-unquote disciplinary hearing. Yes. For and Kelsey. it's so funny. It's amazing. There's just like so many one-off things that like you miss. It's so great. That's what makes the show great. Yeah, exactly. Cause Along just like, with everything else. Yeah, exactly. But that was Always. definitely one of my favorite moments for sure. Oh, yeah. Cedric is also brought up when Dan's like, I'm going to go play soccer with Nate and my friends because I have friends. I definitely have friends. I have friends. I definitely have friends. I have friends. I definitely have friends. Objectively, I can say that I have all the friends. Shout out to uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Great show. You should watch it. Such a good Please show. overlay that music when I just said that. Absolutely. Dan definitely has friends. And Rufus goes, is Cedric invited? Or Jenny. It might be Jenny. Well, it was Jenny. Okay, yeah. That seems more like a Jenny thing to say. So rude. Um, any other straight observations? Yeah, that's it. That's the episode, everyone. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we're going to be on an episode of a podcast called How Rude, which is a full How rude, which is a full house podcast. Super excited. And we're excited to talk with Brandon and Jonathan about Full House. Um, I haven't watched the show in a really long time. So I'm really interested about what my thoughts and feelings are. Oh, really? the, yeah. oh my God. I watch full. Okay, see, I watch Full House all the time because like. When I go to the gym, <laughs> it is constantly on the TV and my treadmill has TVs and I cannot force myself to work out unless there is television because I love television. And I watch a lot of Full House recently because of that. That's and so it funny. holds up very badly and it's very white, just like Fuller House. Yeah, I've, I I think I've maybe watched four episodes of Full, Full House. Ever, oh, really? Oh, ever. my God. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. My parents did not like it. My, my, uh, my mom didn't like the show. She was like, it's just, I can't. My parents loved it. It's like, you know, it's family friendly and it's very, very G. We were, we were more of a Boy Meets World family or a step-by-step family or Family Matters. That's we what we watched. watched all of those shows. Yeah. We like watched Family Matters more than I think any other show um, back in the day. Family Matters made me so anxious. Oh really? Just yeah, circle. Yeah, because like it was, it's like one of those shows like I can't watch because I just get so anxious watching it because like you know you know something bad is gonna happen like like the next few episodes of Gossip Girl like yeah. just knowing that it's gonna be bad stuff like I don't sure. I don't like that like it's not the kind of storyline that I like that it's it's anxiety inducing. Yeah, but I think like in in like hindsight, the show that like I still watch like any episode today is Boy Meets World. Boy Meets I, World is so good. I will watch Boy Meets World right now. Did you watch Girl Meets World? I do. I It's so cute. It's so cute. I'm 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 a couple I'm like a season and a half behind, but like I watched all of the first season and loved it. It's so cute. And um I love what they did with Sean so much on the I show. I know. I heard Angela comes back too. I haven't seen that yet though. She does and it's is a night closure for there us. There is closure. Oh, it's dang really it. good. It's good? It's good closure. I okay. I really like it a lot. Okay. Um cuz I'm a stone card stone co-supporter of um Shangela. Yes, Shangela for sure. God. Yeah. I like painfully loved them oh, so much I love it. so I much love television yeah television is so great yeah. so we're gonna be on there um i'm not sure when it's dropping it might drop next week but we'll let you guys know on the twitter so you can do that you can follow us on gossip girls pod oh before that what do you rate this episode oh god yeah we <laughs> i rate this episode a 7.5 i would agree with that it is it's fine. It's, it's like, a filler episode, yeah. honestly. It's it's one of those filler episodes. I wasn't at... I, there was no character. Like, there was, you're like, okay, this is the start of Dan and Nate's friendship. Sure. This is the start of Chuck and Vanessa's weird relationship. Right. And... It's the start of the Basterfootsons. Right. It's just the beginning of a lot of things. Yeah. Um. I really liked Eric's um, perspective on this episode. I really liked seeing his character grow a bit. Like, he yeah. has... His character's always been, like, more, quote-unquote, mature than Serena's. Oh, just, like, for more, sure. Like, especially for someone who's, like, a minority. Mm-hmm. Um, his He's just, like, 
kind of got this view on the world like you know what it's not always about me yeah and okay so this is i don't know this might sound problematic but we're gonna just go with it anyway there's a joke that Patton oswald talks about like this like the gay best friends always like super super smart yeah that's kind of what his role is in this and he's show. like kind of like a sage kind of like yeah word of wisdom kind of character and it's always like that with the gay characters yeah. on shows are always like word of wisdom and i think the only outlay outlier um on the sh- on any show that i can think of is probably jack from will and grace but then, I he's, love like, jack. But then he's overly flamboyant so it's like this weird I don't, thing yeah that's true will's character is very very like matter of fact and logical right so like it's so it's but, just, yeah, so like it's there's no like modal ground. You can't be like a dumb and bro, but also gay. I think the only character that kind of is very similar to that is um is um Adam um Adam Pally's character on Happy I Happy Ending. I loved Endings. his character. His character was so good. He was perfect because he was gay, but he was also dumb and weird, and it was yeah. perfect. He was gay, but that wasn't the only thing about him, right? And yeah. like and the, and with you know with the character of Eric, he kind of falls into that huge like pantheon yeah. of like smart you know sage advice gay not characters. having his own life to deal with right it's always like solving everybody else's problems not necessarily yeah. his own because like you said with him and jenny too when he's like he's he always has the moral high ground in comparison to everyone else it's right weird. right so it's just like it's interesting seeing this character kind of get his own like storyline sometime yeah but i um, again he's not a main character so he's kind of like a he's definitely a supporting role for sure but yep. it's nice seeing him in sibling moments with you know um with serena. him serena and seeing him have a real moment with his mother was nice oh it's so sweet so I he's like, definitely like he's definitely the, the star of this episode for me for sure and possibly gossip girl just gonna put that out there he's, he's definitely gossip girl, he's definitely girl. You, you know what i think he probably switches off with dorota yeah i, I can see them both like, man in the website you know that like so eric doesn't really have any direct correlation with dorota which is why they would be both oh my gosh, perfect yes, to be because no one will suck them pair. yeah exactly yeah I'm into it. So what about you? So you said 7.5 yeah, as well. Yeah, I'd give us 7, 7 point, between a 7 and 7.5. Yeah, 7.25. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's exactly between those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, um, um, but I did like that. I did like getting some backstory with um, Serena and Eric's home life before we, we step into their lives in season one. Um, I, I did like to get see a different side of Nate. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, did not care about... Blair and Chuck, which is the, the start of a long times of me not caring the about the entire Blair. series, maybe. Yeah, as, yeah. I, I mean, we 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 said it before. We said it again. We're not huge fans of Blair and Chuck. I mean, at least I'm not. I I like the sexual tension. I like the sexual tension too, but we hate Chuck. I don't like Chuck. Chuck I don't is th- gross. He's gross. He's not redeemable. He's the worst. He's and like, like ugh, he's really anti women. It feels like. Yeah, he, you know, and there's a lot of layers to that. Like you know? I love women, but I hate women. Well, he. He likes using them. Yeah. He likes using them. He uses them for his sexual conquest and then he tosses them away. And the only woman who hasn't been, he's able to really shake is Blair. But like that shouldn't be like a character trait that we should like support. Yeah, exactly. That shouldn't be something like, oh, just because you fell in love because you caught feelings that makes you, you know. (laughs) You caught feelings. It makes you like a better man now because this one woman changed you. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm not here. Seriously. I'm not here here for this. I'm not here to support some guy getting changed by a woman, you know, and because though he has, just because he has like feelings for one woman makes him a better human being. He's not, his character, it never gets redeemed. 
confirmed. Yeah, like I was like, there's like this meme going around, like um, not a meme, but like there was like a list of on BuzzFeed of all places where it's talking about like how, you know, the whole like you're different than other girls. I saw that today. And That's exactly who Chuck is. Chuck yeah. is that guy who says to you, "You're not like other girls." And it's like and Blair's the girl who's like, "Yeah, I'm not. I hate other women." And everyone's like, "Oh, we hate women." Right. Exactly. Like, that's what it is. That'd, like be sus of that relationship. If a guy tells you that, because we haven't done relationship in a while. But, that's right. But like, relationship. If a guy tells you you're different than other girls, be suspicious. Be Leave sus. immediately. Yeah. Find the exits. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe cut off a lock of his hair and do voodoo. Or I don't know, just like leave the situation Maybe and block his number. From his wallet yeah, you know, make him pay for dinner. Yeah, yeah. And then you like leave the situation and you block his number. Like you just lose him, abuse him, <laughs> lose him, use him, lose, uh, lose him, abuse him, lose him. Like just get rid of him as soon as possible. Don't, don't get mixed up with that yeah, kind of shit because don't, you don't need that. In your you life. don't need that because he's gonna, he's gonna fuck you up. Because he doesn't like women. When he says something like, "You're not like other girls." It means he doesn't like any women. Yeah, and that's like you don't want that kind of like man in your life. No, no, you don't need that shit. So no yeah. shit. I'm not like other women. No one is the same. Yeah. Hi. I, excuse me. I'm not a monolith. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah. So um yeah. I just wasn't very impressed with that at all. And that's kind of how I feel about just the Chuck and Blair relationship in general. And this episode definitely was kind of like a summar summarization of the the chair, the the. That just relationship. Like, shut up, Chuck and Blair. Yeah, it's not it's very uh, fine. Yeah, it's so. also it's also annoying that they still haven't had sex, and it's like clearly what the writers are like. We're just gonna not make them have sex ever. It's fine. Yeah, it's kind of like an Aaron Sorkin kind of vibe going on. Like Aaron Sorkin's known for like keeping his like two characters apart. Like there's this char- there's these two this this couple in the West Wing, Donna and Josh. They pretty much have sexual tension from episode one they don't get together to the second and last episode after Jeez. seven seasons oh my god yeah yeah That's so annoying is that is that the character who's also in scandal no okay no never mind no no, no. um josh is played by bradley woodford he was in parks and recreations for like a, he was an episode it was one episode of parks and recreations I don't know who that is um anyone who goes by bradley bradford Bradford. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I love him and I love the character of Josh. Bradford so Wit. Bradford. He's great. Okay. You've seen him before. I'm sure. Um, and then um Donna, she was a character in, um she was an episode she was an episode of Thirty Rock. She was the, the, the when um when Liz went to her high school reunion and um Jack Donaghy was like flirting with that one blonde woman. She oh, was the oh, actress. Okay. Bradford okay. Anyways, anyway. that's the episode. But yeah, that's the episode. So um, again, you can follow us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod, where you can find out when we're going to be on How Rude, the Full House podcast with Bradley and John- with um, with um, Brandon and Jonathan. And you can follow me at Share Musings. You can follow me at Kale Hummus. And please donate to us. We are doing this for free. We're getting some donations from like you know some places but it's not enough guys we need to keep this boat flowing so if you like what we're doing <laughs> you should you should you know donate to us you can go to gospelgirls.simplecast.fm and hit on that donate little dollar sign there hit on that button there and let us know how you think about the show you can read us on itunes five stars five stars only and you can also leave us a review if you like what we do like these are upper east side reviews they have to be amazing 
Yes, like at least 50 words, guys. <laughs> um, but also, you can um, recommend us on Overcast and you can find us on Stitcher. And we'll be back next week for that eighth episode of episode of season two. Yes. And it's a Jenny focus episode, which Jenny. you know it's going to be ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be ratchet. Second time we've used ratchet this episode. Yes, love it. Love it. We should bring that sh- bring that word out okay. more often. I know. Yeah. I know. We're done with this episode. I'm just gonna quickly plug my definition of a word that I made up. So Great. there's a word I made up called yachet. It is how you pronounce the word yacht when you're describing someone ratchet on a yacht. It is yachet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, chill, yeah, rock. Anyways, thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us host in their space. Yes, thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week, but until next time, you know you love us. XOXO, Gossip Girls. Post Loudness.